I've got some exciting news from Mona Lee's Food Service, the maker of Oreo cookies, Chips Ahoy, Sour Patch Kids, and so many of the iconic snack brands we know and love. They've just launched one-ounce Belveda Cinnamon Brown Sugar Snack Packs. Available in bulk cases, these USGA Smart Snack approved packs are great for schools, hospitals, and really any operator who wants to offer customers a tasty treat. Ask your Mondelez Food Service rep about how you can bring these better-for-you bites to schools, healthcare, and more. Or visit mdlzfs.com backslash Belveda today. Hello, friends, and welcome to FM On Demand with Tara Fitzpatrick. I'm your host, Tara Fitzpatrick, and today I have a local for me person from Cleveland, Ohio. This is Chef Doug Katz. He is well known as a local chef in Ohio for a long time. He's been doing some good things, and I'm a huge fan of his restaurants. And I've gotten to know him a little bit better over the years because he often takes an adventure into the on-site world. He has worked at the art museum before, and now, really exciting, he is getting into healthcare dining. He is partnering with the Cleveland Clinic and Morrison Healthcare, and he's going to be a consulting chef, but once you get to know this guy, you'll realize he's super hands-on, and it's he's doing much more than just like slapping his name on the operation. And I'm wondering also if senior dining might be next for this guy, because when you see him out in the community, he has a gift with the grandmas and the grandpas in town. I don't know how to explain it, but he, they hug him, he comes up to the table, and he's, he's just a great person. So please enjoy this conversation with Chef Doug Katz. Welcome, Doug. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. So for our listeners, I have known this chef, Doug Katz, this Cleveland chef for about 10 years. And um, we first met and I was doing something about ceviche and you did a demo for me. And that kind of, I w- I've been able to cover you so much because I'm in the non-commercial space and sometimes you are too. In addition to your restaurants in Cleveland, you've delved into the non-commercial side and now with the Cleveland clinics. So I wanted to find out a little bit how did this come about? So really, it's an evolution, I think. Um, you know, I love being a chef in my restaurants. I would say that, uh, you know, since I was seven, I wanted to be a chef. And in 2001, I opened my dream restaurant, which was Fire at Shaker Square. And I did the everything iconic from- Fire. Yes. Oh, fire, thanks. food, and drink. Just amazing. Yeah. And Thank people you. miss it, too. It's a, oh, It left it a mark. Was, yeah. And, you know, it's, it's still there. It's still, you know, there in spirit and, you know, but I was going <laughs> to well, say, yeah, you've done that, different things. We won't, that's a whole nother, we won't go, <laughs> we won't go too far into that. But from that experience, I mean, I used to come in at 6am and I would put the stock on, I'd check all the, st- you know, vet, you know, everything in and I would uh, run the kitchen all day. And, you know, I sort of did that, you know, uh, independent restaurant thing for a long, long time. Right, which and is a very develop, hard business. As we all know, it's a very challenging business to be in for sure. Yes. And as you develop people on your team, you have to make space for those people. And if you, and I learned that from the people and really actually the chef that I have currently Cameron Pigeonary, who really runs our kitchens at, at my current restaurants said to me, he said, I will stay here, but you need to get out of the kitchen. And so now I still drive him crazy every day and I'm behind his back sort of, you know, at every moment, but Uh he runs the kitchens and that has allowed me to 
We had a huge catering business over the years. Uh, I run the food service at the Cleveland Museum of Art. Uh, it's allowed me to diversify what I do. And not only is it uh, a great new challenge, but it teaches me so much about different aspects of the industry and it keeps it interesting for me. And though I have a passion and joy for being a chef and, and this career in general, it allows me to really have, compartmentalize my day and have really fun days. You know, I nice. spend a little time here, a little time here, a little time here. And I just love that aspect and this entrepreneurial aspect of being a chef. For sure. So when the Cleveland Clinic came along, they they want you on board as this is a consulting role, but I, I wanted to see kind of what does it entail? How hands-on is it? Because obviously you like to be hands-on and people are telling you to get out of the kitchen. So this is not you're somebody who wants to be in there. So like, what are some of the things you're going to be doing? Well, my passion and joy make it something that I always want to put more into it than, than they necessarily even want. I mean, I tend to maybe <laughs> go a little overboard. Over-deliver. I, I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, and, and my role, I think, is really connecting with the people who are at Morrison, connecting with the medical professionals, connecting with the patients, really immersing myself in the place and learning as much as I can about what the needs and wants are and using my expertise for, you know, health. I, I love, you know, from a personal standpoint, I love eating healthy. I love living healthy through diet and exercise. Uh, I love real food. I love ingredients uh, first, and I love creating simple food that tastes delicious and is presented really well. Uh, mm -hmm. The Cleveland, I mean, I'm a Cleveland person. I mean, I love Cleveland. I've lived Same. other places, but the Cleveland Clinic is to me, I mean, it's five minutes down the street from one of my restaurants. I see the people who work there all the time at my restaurants, just oh, to yeah. have the opportunity to have an impact on the food service at the Cleveland Clinic is just such a joy. And I feel like I can really bring a lot of my passion and joy to the food uh, and really connect with the people who are on the ground running these operations. And maybe I'll have an impact on what is in the hospital eventually in terms of uh, maybe the public uh, spaces in terms of concepts. Mm -hmm. I certainly will be doing some demos and some trainings with the team. You know, mm -hmm. I love getting gathering information. So I love sort of learning what people want. So whether it's surveys and different things and having different meetings with people, but I'm really there as a, a catch-all. I, mean, I, mm -hmm. I want to be the person to go to if they need a recipe for something, if, some, if they want to learn a technique, if they want to learn about tahini, if they want to learn oh, about yeah, sustainable right. seafood. I know you've wanna... become my go-to person for tahini. Absolutely. Oh. And yes, oh. that, that company is so wonderful that you've been working with, with the tahini, wonderful stuff. Oh, oh they're great. And, and seasonality yeah. of food too. I mean, oh, yeah. you know, we're so lucky in Northeast Ohio, we have four seasons and we, we do. It's, we have so much available here. And of course at the clinic, there is a farmer's market right outside the door. So hopefully we can connect. That's right. In so many different ways. That's right. And I'm hoping we'll maybe see some little items from your restaurants, Jug and Amba. And I I don't know if I'm saying it right. How do you say it? Well, Zug? you know, really, Zug. if you said Zug, Zug. properly, uh, Zug. Zug is a, a serrano chili and cilantro condiment. And it's really, if you say, ha, it's, it's Zug. And oh. it's a Yemen, it's from uh, Yemen. It's actually a Yemeni okay. uh chutney that we serve with our food and it adds the heightened flavor. Amba is, so is correct. Amazing. And that's a pickled mango chutney. Uh, <laughs> and that's the Indian inspired place. So Zug is the Mediterranean so cool. 
Oh my gosh. I had yes. the best meal at the Indian place, Amba. It is so oh. moodily lit. I loved it. I went there with my three girlfriends and one of them couldn't find parking though. It's hard to park around Amba. What are we going to do about that? <laughs> I usually say you gotta, there's so much street parking and you have to meander through the it's, neighborhood yeah. and, and make Amba part of your neighborhood experience. Circling but in on Amba. And, and I think biking and I think walking and I think getting an Uber or doing whatever, but I think, you know, just really, uh, I know one thing Cleveland is an issue. One thing we're not too good on Cleveland is public transportation. We all like to have our own cars and I know I'm certainly that way for sure, but yeah, that'll, <laughs> that'll be your, your restaurants are good. I'm just such a fan of your restaurants. Like I can't, Thank I just you. can't say enough for sure. Um, and I yeah. wanted to talk too about, um, you did an interview with cleveland.com, AKA uh -huh. the plane dealer, what the plane dealer used to be. Um, and you had mentioned that when you were a kid, you struggled with your weight and this led yes. kind of into your culinary perspective. So I wondered if you could tell us a little bit about that. Cause I had not heard that about you. Sure. So yeah, when I was young, I think at six years old, seven years old, I started noticing um, my weight gain. And I think it was probably through photographs of looking back that I realized it was that early. But I think it was more of an emotional attachment to food because I wasn't getting that in other ways. I was not into sports. I didn't have a great social uh, relationship with students in the school. I didn't really love school. And so food to me was the positive. And I think I just went overboard and just kept eating and eating. And by 12 years old, I was probably 200 pounds. But I used that uh, experience, I think because I loved food so much, I wanted to be in the food service industry. And I always mm -hmm. said I was going to be a chef. Mm -hmm. And I think it taught me, you know, as you learn in a chef world, the more practice you have, the better the chef you are. I yeah. think dealing with my weight from that age to now, mm -hmm. you know, in the last six years or so, I've really been able to uh, create a healthy lifestyle for myself through diet and exercise. I feel like I am an expert uh, when it comes to my personal uh, situation and how That's I right. can be healthy. But yeah. I've lost about 60 pounds. I, I eat food that makes me feel good. I exercise. Uh, to me, it's all about feeling good, feeling positive. And I know when I eat something that doesn't make me feel good, mm -hmm. uh, I love to eat food that isn't processed. I love eating food where it's from a, a local farm or there's a story about it. Uh, I love eating fruits and vegetables. I love What's great is I've always loved all foods, so I mm -hmm. love all of the healthy things. I tend to not, I don't think I've had McDonald's since I was like 14 years old. <gasps> I have not <laughs> had a donut in probably, and it's because I'm a chef and I know too much maybe about you these, want, these yeah. things. Yeah, absolutely. So I want authenticity in, in I that. Know. So, yeah, I know, I was... Yeah. I was in complete agreement until the McDonald's. I, <laughs> I, get, I get it very often. <laughs> My parents still do it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm you're, fine with it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I just right, won't though, go with them. About being an expert in what makes you feel, because bodies are so different. And I've been reading so much about these new weight loss drugs that shows just how much genetics play into it, where it's such an antiquated idea that calories in, calories out, if you eat less and move more. And it's like, there's so many people that like, uh, that's what I'm doing. It's not working. And then, but they get blamed by society. Like it's, it's your fault. You've done this to yourself. It's like, I don't know. There's so, so, and that's part of healthcare is food as medicine. So this is all going to kind of tie into that. And I think too, you know, we, and I'm certainly not a medical expert, I'm a chef, but I would Great. tell you from my experience, there is no immediate, uh, you know, there's no immediate resolution. 
to yeah. me, it's, you know, and I was even talking to my son yesterday and he was telling me how he was stressed out. And I said, did you eat? He had a really busy day. And I said, did you eat or drink today? And he said, then he, when he told me what he had, he had hardly had anything. And I said, yeah. you have to think about an hour and a half ahead of time. You know, your body needs time to sort of get you to a point where you're ready to, you know, mentally be ready for that, those experiences. And same with, you know, yeah. you're, you have to walk, you have to move your body, you have to do... Mm -hmm. You have to get prepared for, you know, your day. And, that, and I think yeah. with weight loss or with uh, your physical self, you, you can't expect that in a week you're going to solve the problem. It took me six yeah. years really to sort of get to where I am today. And not to say that I'm perfectly healthy, but I'm in a place where I feel so great and better than I've ever felt in my life. Oh, that's but, so good. So good to hear. And, a, and I love knowing that it's taken that long because I know that there's longevity and there's habits and there's things that I do now that I can really rely on. So I just, though we all want that, like that thing that is going to just solve the problem for us, I think we have to realize that it is a process and, and yeah. I want to be a part of that process for other people because I feel that there's so many ways to make yourself feel better, whether it's you know, weight is not the only thing. It's not about that should not be the measure of it. Exactly. No. Yeah. It's about how you feel every day. Mm -hmm. And if you have, you need to use food in a way that makes you feel better. Yes. And it, it is. And being a chef, you're not just of the mindset. Like my food is my fuel. Like I, I met this person one time that was like real into weightlifting. And he said that he eats the same thing every day, chicken and rice. And I'm like, well, that could be good. Like what kind of, how do you season it? And he was like, season. <laughs> Some people like literally could just put the same thing in their body and like be fine. But it's like, when you love food, it's like, no, we need the variety. So that's always, now, like, it could not be on a monotony type of a diet at all. I, so. I love that example. Like, you know, to me as a chef where I would consult with that person on this, <laughs> spices add so much flavor and they yeah. also add so much nutrient to your body. So if right. you just one day season that chicken with turmeric or if you used cumin and chili and you could change that chicken and rice every day of the week i have to say one of my favorite things is is eating rice and i love sauteing onions and getting this flavor into the rice and using yes. that as a base but yeah yes and that inspires me i found this old children's book in my home this is my oh. when i was a kid oh. it's called chicken soup with rice it's Maurice Mar Sendak, Maurice Sendak oh. from the wild oh. things and it has each month um that it goes through of, and he's eating I want that book. yes all right well we can arrange that not this one this or, is my, my favorite no i'm, <laughs> I'm actually oh i love that you showed me that i didn't know he did that oh okay. yeah it's so good because and it's such a and it's very old too it says here like i think it was first published like early 60s or something yeah 1962 so very cool you bring that up and and the stone soup book i don't know if you know that one that's yeah. one of my favorites those are and so great. I, I think would love to write a kid's book about food one day. I mean, I, it's it's been I'll done. I'll help you. But okay. I won't write Let's it, but I'll help you do the yes. uh, the uh, testing or something. Let's do it. <laughs> that is such a great idea. I, I would love that opportunity. And I wanted to ask you um, some more things about sure. um, just sort of the community of the Cleveland Clinic. And I, I'm thinking there are definitely people of all ages who go there, but there's definitely older people. And I have seen you with my own eyes in action, the way that you are so good with the older grandmas and grandpas in our community, like in your restaurants, they they hug you, they come up to you. And yeah. I think you've said to me before, even that you kind of feel like they're just your grandmas and grandpas too. So it, 
we cover senior dining here too. So it's like maybe down the road, yes. you, especially as you get older, you may, you may work in senior dining. <laughs> well, and one of the people who's had the biggest impact on my career was my grandmother and she's no longer uh, with us, but she, I think of her every day and I think of what she taught mm. me and I have such respect for the older population. My parents are, you know, elderly at this point and, mm. um, I just love connecting with people. And so if I can connect, you know, and, and elderly people, you know, love connecting more maybe than the, you know, than people who are busy in their, you know, midlives, you know, and yeah. I just love knowing who's coming to my restaurants or who I love knowing the people that I'm servicing. And so mm -hmm. uh, being a part of the hospital community is much like being a part of a restaurant community. And I hope that I can visit patients and visit the medical professionals and and the employees and be a part of the daily uh, experience there and learn as much as I can to impact what they're looking for uh, and learn from them because I can then really help in a much better way. Uh, and yeah, I, I- For sure, yeah. And health is generational as well. So as you talk about the elderly people, they're gonna teach us much more um, about yeah. what things used to be like or what we could do, or they have opinions about things. I know, that are really yes. Important. The average person who's 90 right now has seen so many things. Like they they can remember when there was no TV. Like, I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. And mm -hmm. I think, I'm sure you're familiar with the blue zones diets where these, these places in the world where people just live extraordinarily long, a big part of it is that community. That's what they keep coming back to because it's like, some of them drink wine, some of them don't, a lot of them have olive oil, some don't, but like the thing in common is like, we all just gather at like, and I think the workaholic mindset that America has plays into that too, because so many other countries, they're like, at lunchtime, we just like all get together with our, they basically have a party and then they sleep. <laughs> it's like, mm -hmm. we just, I would feel great too, if I could do that. <laughs> so. I mean, I know for myself, you know, at times when I don't feel so great, you tend to sort of recede and you sort of just are by yourself. And when yes. you do feel good, you, you connect with other people. And it's taught me how community is so important in your health and how connecting with other people and, and life experience with other people, traveling with people, having, you know, mm -hmm. just coffee with people or just, you know, it's so important yes. to connect with people in your community and you're having a bad day and you connect with someone and you feel so much better or you go to the park and you walk in the sunlight and see the water and you happen to, you know, walk with a friend or mm -hmm. yeah, I think connecting is so important and being with other people. It's definitely so true. Speaking of travel, do you have anything planned towards the end of the year or anything exciting? I am a traveler for sure. You and to are. Me as a You're chef, always going somewhere. That is how I learn about culture and about yeah. different foods and about our world. I actually just was in Barcelona and then um, in Paris and in London. I just got back. I was in Mexico City and Colombia this year. Oh I gosh. hope uh, to go to Peru in February. Um I mean, I, lo I love India. I was in India. I've been That's in great. Turkey. I've been, I mean, I love traveling and seeing culture from around the world. And when you think of the foods that people use in their communities and yeah. in these ways, it teaches us so much about what we can do in our communities. And that's why my restaurants focus on ethnic foods. You know, I am a kid from Shaker Heights uh, that grew up, you know, eating a certain way, but my mm -hmm. travel and my experience has really allowed me to bring 
uh, that uh, sort of flavor back to Cleveland. And that's really yes. what I love to do for our community. I want Cleveland to have these opportunities for people uh, in a health, you know, and in an authentic, healthy way, right. uh, experience these foods uh, that I've been so lucky to do on my, with my travels. So. It's so true. And the yeah. people of Cleveland, if I can speak on their behalf, we're so lucky to have you here. We're so glad that you brought uh, back to Cleveland. So we have so much you. pride here, so much hometown pride. <laughs> Just really, thank really you appreciate for... you. We're proud of you. <laughs> oh, thank you. So cool. All right. Well, we're going to definitely stay in touch with you as you do more things at the clinic. And yeah, love let's it. stay in touch. Thanks again for being here. Oh, it's a pleasure. And I would love to talk to you anytime. And I appreciate it. I've got some exciting news from Mona Lee's Food Service, the maker of Oreo cookies, Chips Ahoy, Sour Patch Kids, and so many of the iconic snack brands we know and love. They've just launched one ounce Belveda Cinnamon Brown Sugar Snack Packs. Available in bulk cases, these USGA Smart Snack approved packs are great for schools, hospitals, and really any operator who wants to offer customers a tasty treat. Ask your Mondelez Food Service rep about how you can bring these better-for-you bites to schools, healthcare, and more. Or visit mdlzfs.com backslash Belvita today.